Welcome to Stand Out from the Crowd, the podcast dedicated to helping professionals and leaders amplify their voice, impact and influence. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, bonjour, salam alaikum, beautiful people, welcome back to another episode. My name is Doreen and I'm the host of the Stand Out from the Crowd podcast. Each week I get the opportunity and the privilege to interview some of the brightest leaders and entrepreneurs of our time. As people, we have strengths, weaknesses, positive and bad experiences, and our stories are, are what connect us as humans, right? And we talk all about it without filter. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave your review on the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. So listen, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, I would say only if you have the right perspective and are willing to learn. <laughs> In times of struggles, having a resilient spirit becomes an asset that seems to transform challenges into opportunities. Now the question becomes, how do we learn and grow from our challenges instead of becoming trapped by them? So today our stand-up guest, Milan Mellings, is a successful entrepreneur, cancer survivor, and number one best-selling author. During our conversation, she will share her story and how through her cancer journey and miraculous recovery, she gained an understanding of her purpose, faith, and the power of a positive mindset, all of which laid off, laid the foundation for her success. So please help me welcome Milan to Stand Out From The Crowd. Good morning, Milan. How are you doing today? Well, good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Doreen. I'm so glad and I'm so pleased by the opportunity to get to learn more about your journey and to have the opportunity to share it with our audience. Because let me tell you, people, the first time I heard her story, it was during a TEDx uh, event. And I was blown away by her strengths and all the, the the positive attitude and the experiences and you know you were just shining and and spreading the positive vibes all around and I was like no I need to reach out to her and I need to invite her on the stand up from the crowd podcast so thank you very much for being here with us oh it's such a blessing to be here thank you so much for the opportunity yeah, so as usual, please use the comment sections to introduce yourself, let us know where you are tuning in from, and ask your questions, share your experience. Oftentimes, as humans, and I do believe it's kind of normal, you know, when we go through challenges, we feel like this is the end of the world, when actually it is not. But er when everything is, you know, negative or going bad or falling apart, around you, it's hard to be able to see beyond that point and to envision uh, a positive outcome out of the situation. So 
tell us a little bit more about you know this the difficult challenges and circumstances that you faced uh pretty much early in life mm -hmm. Ooh, loaded question <laughs> so uh the experience that i discuss in detail in my book lemonade um, really is centered around my cancer journey. When I was 17, I was diagnosed with leukemia and I almost died. Um, I came very close. I uh, contracted a blood infection shortly after I finished my second round of chemo. And at one point, the doctors came to my family and said, you know, it's, it's time to prepare. You know, this, this is looking like it's possibly the end. And so I really had a, so much faith, uh, Doreen. I was born and raised a Christian, and I had never really experienced uh, an, uh, my faith, right? I knew it intellectually and what I heard in church, et cetera. Um, but this was the first time I actually had to live that faith. Mm -hmm. So I just came to a point where, you know, for me, Strangely enough, I guess, you know, do that to you. You just, yeah, of course God's going to heal me. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's, you know, give me the chemo. Let's go. But as it happened, um, you know, I would go through the different um, side effects, et cetera. It started to shake my faith a little bit. Oh, wow. And so I experienced a miraculous recovery. One night my mom had called some leaders from our church around my bed and they prayed. And I had this experience that I write about in the book. Um, where I just felt myself falling, felt myself dying, and oh, wow. had a conversation with God. You know, I'm ready to go. Um, but at the end of the day, God wasn't ready for me to go yet. And so through that experience of surviving leukemia, um, testing, having my faith tested, I learned principles that formed the foundations upon which I grew a successful business over two decades later. So, um, and also when I started my business, I was, um, I met into a car accident. Oh, and wow. um, that also, it was three months after I incorporated my business. <laughs> it's, I was in physio for almost four years. And so the lessons that I learned from my cancer journey I reapplied to this new challenge, and both of them really helped me develop the resilience and walk out my faith again to believe that the business that I started could experience sustainable success. Oh wow, that's that's impressive! And uh, we have a, a couple of people here joining us. Uh, I see Ahmed from Africa, Christine uh, from Turkey, Sakina. Uh, from Morocco. So thank you. We have a beautiful international community here and I'm sure uh, your story will inspire uh, uh, many. So early on in life, <clears throat> you understood that, okay, you know, like I need to, to maybe God is testing my faith and I will, I will stick to it to it and maybe I will prove him wrong, right? That no matter what I'm going through, my faith is strong enough and will help me to go through everything in life. And I love, I love that. So, because uh, some of us call it faith, some of us call it positive mindset. Uh, some of us, of us believe in, you know, the, 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 the vibration and the energy in the air. 
But I have heard a couple of times actually that no matter what you are going through, being uh, being ill or being um, you know like going to challenges, the mindset the mindset can have a miraculous positive uh, impact on your ability to recover to almost anything in life. I want to say I want to say so. Did you realize at this point that? On top of your faith, or in addition, I should say, to your faith uh, during your your cancer journey and then during your recovery from the accident, you realize that your mindset was a powerful tool that could take you through everything in life. Absolutely, Doreen. Absolutely. Um, I write about this very concept in chapter three of my book, mm -hmm. and that chapter is on the power of perspective. So how we perceive a thing, so what we believe about it directly impacts which then manifest in our results so you know henry ford was quoted as saying i believe um whether you believe you're right or wrong you're right you're right or you can yes you're right right and so because our beliefs if i don't think i can do it well then i'm not going to do it right if i believe that i can make it we can just set the intention to perceive our circumstances differently that will set the foundation upon which we will actually start to act in that manner of belief. And then that will show up in our results. So the mind is so, so powerful. And I actually witnessed this. Um, after my cancer journey, I became an RN years later. Um, I didn't want any other patient to go through what I went through when I was hospitalized. So I became an RN. And while I was a registered nurse, Doreen, I saw so many patients, you know, mm -hmm. in situations where the doctor's diagnosis, even what I saw as an RN, I'm looking at the blood you know, counts and everything else and you start to think, uh, but the mindset of those patients, just the strength and the resilience that they had, saw them through. And so yeah. I, you know, I've lived that, I've seen it myself, the power of that positive mindset to transform our circumstances 100% so possible. Yes, and and I and I agree with you on that a hundred percent. But I feel you know, for we say it, yes. uh, and a lot of people hear it, right? But how do you make that shift, right? right. How do you push yourself to go from, um, you know, oh, I'm never gonna make it. It's gonna be hard, or whatever the situation is. This is the end, and everything. To I know I can change the outcome of my situation, how do you make that shift? Is there like an aha moment or like, is that something that you have to push yourself to work on on a daily basis? Tell us a little bit more about it. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's <something laughs> on a daily basis. There is, I believe that hope is the greatest motivator, the greatest motivator. If you can just hope and just lack the belief that it is possible, even just today. Say, you know what? I'm gonna choose to believe. In my book, I talk about I'm gonna make the executive decision to believe today. Just 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 today, that it my circumstances could potentially change. And and one of the ways that I find very useful to keep my mind focused on where I'm going, because that's the key, is what do we focus on? Expand mm -hmm. what we focus on expands. So if I can just get to the place today to hope, tomorrow could be better. Okay, 
So tell myself that it could be better. Then what do I feed my mind? Am I feeding my mind, you know, visions or, um, um, you know, understandings that it can actually be better? Am I surrounded with people that are encouraging that mindset that it could be better? It's all about what I'm feeding my mind in that space of hope and belief. Because I can tell myself, and, and one thing I really want to stress here, Doreen, is that feelings are not facts. So mm. I, can, I can wake up today and feel depressed, or I could feel like I'm not going to make it. But just because I feel it, it doesn't mean it's a fact, right? Sure. So if I can just say today, just, just today, I'm going to choose to believe that I'm going to make it. I'm going to make the decision to believe and then I have to feed that belief with what I listen to, who I choose to, you know, speak into my life, what I'm reading, what I'm focusing on. Because at the end of the day, our vision, I, I speak about this again in chapter three of my book in detail, um, what we understand about the future and what we want for ourselves, we actually have to hold it in our mind and visualize it. What is it going to be like for this to happen. And this is one of the strategies that I learned while I was struggling and, and fighting for my life with leukemia. I, you know, had never been to Hawaii and it's a place that I had always wanted to go. And while I was, you know, experience, and I mentioned this in the TEDx talk, um, mm -hmm. um, when I would have, you know, bone marrow aspiration tests where a four inch needle was drilled into my back uh, to suck out bone marrow for testing, I would think about what would it be like to be in Hawaii? What would it smell like? What would it sound like? What would the air sound like? And while I'm going through these excruciatingly painful circumstances, my mind is in a place where I want it to be. What I visualized would be mm -hmm. life. You change your focus. You change yeah. your focus in that moment. Yes. And so just continually doing that step by step, day after day. Today, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to set the intention. I'm going to choose to believe X, Y, and Z. I'm going to choose to believe my business can be successful. I'm going to choose to believe that I can get out of debt. I'm going to choose to believe that my relationship can get better. Whatever it is that your audience is looking um, and, and aspiring toward, holding that vision in your mind and as a key tip, um, really making that vision vivid through your five senses. What would it feel like to have X? What would it sound like? What would the air, all of that. And when it becomes more vivid, Doreen, that makes it a more powerful and greater likelihood that you'll actually move into the direction where that will become manifest. And that's very important what you say, because actually when you talk about, you know, creating, envisioning this, uh, this experience with your five senses, but the thing is what we are doing is we are training our mindset to see it as a reality. Yes. And so if your mindset see, sees it as a reality, then it will become a reality because no matter what you do, the actions consciously or unconsciously, the actions that you will take and the steps that you will take will take you towards that direction. So that's very powerful. But what I see here, when well, you talk about, you know, waking up every morning and making the choice. Yes. I see discipline here. Yes. And I do believe discipline is challenging for a lot of people, including myself. 
you know mm -hmm. like i talk a lot about and that times myself <laughs> all of us people so if you have challenges being disciplined no worries it's normal because i do believe discipline takes us out of your comfort of our yes. comfort zone when actually our brain was uh, trained to keep us safe right mm -hmm. and when you want to push yourself to realize something that you are envisioning it means that you have to do that push yourself and again yes. train your brain and your mind to see to see it as a reality so how did you include this uh this piece the, the the discipline into your your daily routine to make it a reality mm, great question and so for me doreen it came from a place of wanting better you know einstein i believe is the one that said that if you keep doing what you've always done you'll keep getting what you've always got <laughs> right so it's just it just came from a place of wanting better you know i i don't want the past or i want to create success from this business i mm -hmm. want life of abundance i want to peace i want so it's just i guess for me just being tired of the everyday the same old and wanting to live a life of impact and yeah. again just saying to myself if i keep doing what i did yesterday i'll keep getting yesterday's results so that just pushed me into to have discipline today because I knew intrinsically that I had to start if I wanted a different life if I wanted things to change I had to do something I had a part to play now mm -hmm. yeah you know I'm a Christian and I believe that you know God will bless your efforts and, and also will move in the direction of his perfect will but I have a part to play I have to get up and actually <laughs> make the calls and do the market research and etc and so I knew that if I didn't execute and become more disciplined, my results would be wishy-washy, for lack of a yeah. better word. So for me, it was just being tired of where I was and mm -hmm. wanting better. And, you know, I think that, I also write about this concept in my book that if people don't aren't experiencing enough pain during, they're not gonna change, right? Mm -hmm. That's, you know, a, a very important aspect of change management is this idea that if they're, you know, if things are just moving the status quo and they can tolerate it, then they will. But if, if your current reality is causing enough consternation, then at that point, for me anyway, it just became natural to yeah. just get up and become disciplined because I just didn't want where it was coming from any longer and i knew that i had to implement strategies consistently if i wanted results that would last you know it resonates a lot with me because um shortly before uh, the pandemic started i went through a phase where for two years mm -hmm. uh, i i lost a member of my family every six months Oh, and and that was the first time in my life so i was lucky to have all my family members with me from the day i was born to a couple of years ago so the first time i i encounter you know the i faced the the passing of a family member then every six months that was another one and so that was the hardest uh, period of my life so far very difficult very challenging and you know, when you say, I don't believe that when you don't go through pain, you cannot change. And it is very true because 
I had a successful career, you know, and I was comfortable in my life. And I would hear people talking about gratitude and, you know, motivational stuff. And I would say, oh, yes, yes, yes. But I realized that when I went through the pain I went through, this is when it all became real and all made sense, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't grateful. I was happy and I wasn't the kind of person, you know, to complain or to be negative, never. But I wasn't grateful. I was like, because for me, that was just normal. Right. And then it's when you start losing uh, what's important to you that realize that what's normal is never forever and that right. you got to be grateful for every single thing that oh. you have in life Absolutely. because it is not granted. Right, right. Right. It's interesting you're talking about this idea of, of gratefulness and Thanksgiving because I was just thinking about this this morning when I was in, in my prayer time that you know, the idea of being grateful, even in the midst of your challenging seasons, I talk yeah. about also in the book of, you know, being grateful for at least three new things every day. Mm -hmm. And that gratefulness, that praise, that Thanksgiving, that spirit is also transformational to your circumstances too. You know, um, when we have that, you know, grateful mindset, we just view things differently, right? Yeah. We show up in the world differently. And I just believe in the power of giving thanks and having that thankful attitude and that thankful spirit. And interestingly enough, people are drawn to people that have that, you know, spirit. When you think about it, um, those in the audience that have children, you know, imagine a child that's ungrateful and one that is grateful who do you want to invest in and who do who are you happier to you know come to rest right it's just those that have that grateful attitude that grateful spirit and with that comes a sense of humility too to yeah that's powerful just mm -hmm. that way of being is powerful very powerful so now do you believe that there are real opportunities and real growth without challenges. <laughs> challenges are the greatest teacher. I firmly believe that. And in my book, I talk about how, you know, to turn your challenging, your challenging life experiences actually contain the root of the understanding of your purpose. So I firmly believe that our challenges are the place of growth. That's the place where we come to understand cover our purpose that's the place of impact um you know there's a, a bible text in the new testament in first corinthians 1 3 4 it talks about um you know having the challenges that you go through that allowing you to be able to comfort others with the comfort that you yourself have received from god and so when you have endured a challenging life experience, it, it renders you more compassionate with others. It renders you more able to speak to that same place of pain in others and live a life of impact. And in my book, I teach how to even use those challenging life experiences to create success in your life and success that leads to abundance and peace, which I think is something that we're all striving for. So 100%, we don't like it, I don't know anyone that likes challenges, right? But they are the greatest teacher and they also render us um, more able to be impactful and really and truly, you know, at the end of the day, I firmly believe that that is why we're here. 
we're here to be of service. And if you can be of service and also create success from it, hey, that's even better. <laughs> let's, let's do it. So that's the perfect transition to my next question, actually. Did you start a business because of everything you just told us? Or that's what that was something that, you know, that came naturally to you? Or like, did you feel like all the things that you went through that you have learned that we have been talking about in this conversation led you to start a business because you knew that you could be successful and most importantly, you knew that you could make an impact, a positive impact? Thank you for asking this question. <laughs> this is so important because I did not know one thing about business dreams. I had no desire. I had never taken a business course. Nothing in me screamed business at all, period. Interesting. <laughs> and so I was an individual. I was raised with this idea that I would be a doctor. I only had the choice of doctor and lawyer. <laughs> right? For my parents, okay. okay, you know, I'm going to be a doctor for um but my leukemia experience changed the rest of my life every single major decision i have made since surviving leukemia has been because of that experience mm -hmm. so, um, i started uh, from my leukemia experience years later as i mentioned earlier i became an rn the reason why i became an rn was because i did not want any patient to endure what i did while i was hospitalized and i talk about this experience in depth in the book um, and once I became an RN, I realized that this is not, you know, really fulfilling, you know, the reason why I wanted to start this career. And so um, the enduring reason was because of a nursing shortage that lent itself to the type of care that I received while I was hospitalized. Okay. So because I, I realized while I was an RN that this is not it, I was never at peace as an RN. So the idea, I was researching um, the nursing shortage and all of these different things on my time off. And a friend said to me once, why don't you start a nursing recruitment firm? And I mm -hmm. thought, you know, me? I don't know anything about business. What am I going to, you know? And I had spent four years during an independent research. Oh, wow. Just on my time off because I loved it. I was passionate and I cared about it. And so when that thought came to me, I said, okay, well, something to think about, but I just let it go. And then sometime later, I became um, introduced, or this Bible text really resonated with me, Matthew 21, 22, whatever you ask for in prayer, believing you will receive. And I felt impressed that, you know what, I need to start this business. And I talk about this entire experience in the book. Um, and then, because I, I said, you know what, imagine what I could have accomplished in life if I had believed that earlier going back to the mm. perspective. What do you believe? Do you believe you can accomplish anything? Do, you, do, do we believe that? And I said, you know what? I'm going to take God at his word and I'm going to step out in faith. And so I quit my job, six-figure job. My manager was laughing at me because I was making more money at, than her at the time. <laughs> and she, because I was a casual nurse and I picked my shifts, et cetera. And um, I launched out in this direction. I had no idea, but I felt directed by God to do it. I knew purpose and I launched out. It wasn't easy, Doreen. It took me three and a half years to make my first dollar. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because I had that perspective and that faith, 
and kept the hope and, and progressed forward, eventually it became a sustainable success. And so, yeah, that's, that was my journey. So no, I didn't, it was only my challenging life experience that propelled me into business. And, and in my book, I provide the 17 strategies that I implemented mm-hmm. to to create success from their challenging life experience as well. And how long have you been in business now? So the first business I had for 13 years and I sold it and I now own a business management consulting firm. I've had that for two years. So that would be 15 years I've been in business. Wow, what a beautiful story. So for the people who would like to learn more about your story and and learn, you know, uh, all the great tips and strategies that you share in your book, where can they find your book? So they can go to my website. It's Malayne Mullings, malaynemullings.com. They can take a peek at the website and get the information there. Um, My book is available through Amazon. Uh, All the information is is on the website of where they can get the book. Um, I would love for your audience to follow me on my Instagram. It's I am Dungs. And on my Facebook is um, Malayne Mullings Fan. I would love to hear their stories and really encourage them to really step out in faith, whatever you, higher power you believe in, and recognize that a better day is possible if you can just change your perspective and demonstrate faith and focus on what you're striving toward and surrender to an understanding of your purpose your success is inevitable and i have lived that and i've encouraged my consulting clients and seen the transformation in them as well so it is possible and i challenge you to really step out and desire better for yourself and recognize that it is absolutely possible it is possible it is possible we are going to put all your links uh, down below so please connect with Milan uh, get her book and you know like commit to yourself because yes. at, at the end of the day we can talk all along about it and you can listen to us and to other people but you got to commit to yourself first in order to make it happen so believe in it for yourself do it for yourself and just you know enjoy enjoy yes. and rip off the effect the positive effect of everything that you will do for yourself melan thank you so much for uh, being so open and generous with us today um that was that was wonderful i mean i knew that would be a great conversation uh and i and i love it i truly appreciate it thank you so much for joining us uh, today watching the live or the replay or listening the podcast uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave us a review. We will greatly appreciate it. And I will see you next week for another live episode of Stand Up From The Crowd. Thank you, Melan, and thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.